Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Darrow's Daring Thoughts. Oh my goodness, this is the first episode. I am so excited. I'm nervous too, but I am very confident that you guys are going to love the content that, that I bring to this show and to each episode. So I really thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Um, just real quick, that intro was my song, Amber Alert. So you can get that on iTunes or wherever you can download music, Apple Music, and enjoy that. Again, that's called Amber Alert. Just real quick, while you're listening to this podcast, I want you guys to understand that me, Cordero, I'm going to be as transparent as possible about myself, my life, my situations, what I view in the world. And I just encourage you to also be transparent in your thoughts and in your daily life. Um, it seems as though transparency um, has took a back seat in 2019. And I encourage you to be transparent in your life to others, to yourself. Sometimes it's hard and difficult to be transparent. I get it. But transparency, I believe, is what we need to be able to have a better life and better relationships with each other. So just note that when you're listening to this, I'm going to force you to be transparent as I will be with you. So welcome. Um, today, we are talking politics. I know, right? You probably expected something else from me, but unfortunately, right now, I'm on a little politics um, binge, and it's important right now. It's really important to me, and I really hope you guys take everything that you're going to get today very serious. Um, I'm dedicating this entire week to politics, um, so vote or die in 2020. That's what we're talking about. Everything political from the candidates that are running, from Donald Trump himself, from everything that you can expect from these candidates. We have over 20 candidates that are running, so it can be feeling a little overwhelmed with trying to see who should I vote for, who wants, who should I follow, whose views are in line with my views. So I'm here to break it down for you all. And to help me do that, I have a really good friend of mine and someone who I talk politics with every day. And his name is Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Cordero. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, of course. I When I was deciding to do this episode, I said I have to have Jimmy because we literally talk politics every day. All the time. Um, all the time, <laughs> every day. Um, we actually met performing and found that we both love the TV show The View. Mm-hmm. And shout out there. Shout out. Hey, view. You know, <laughs> they come back on soon. And we just couldn't stop talking about the show. So every chance we got, we talked politics. So I had to bring Jimmy on to help me help you break down the 2020 election and who should we be looking for? Who we should who we should say, you know, bye bye, go home, you know, try again later <laughs> and who we should just, you know, keep our keep our eye on. So Jimmy's going to help us do that. Um, so, Jimmy, why? in your mind, is the 2020 election so important? For me, you know, I'm only 23 years old, so I've only lived through okay. uh, a couple of presidents, like maybe <laughs> one or two presidencies where I actually was old enough to utterly understand what was going on. I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but, you know, and it, it, I've never thought that I would ever have to deal with things that I read in the history books ever again. Exactly. And what Donald Trump has done has brought forward so much hate and ignorance 
and racism and xenophobia and sexism. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And to be living in a time where that is being tolerated and or accepted is very disturbing to me. So I think it's very important for this election that we all come together as a country and say we are not for this and put aside all we knew about politics before in order to get back some sort of decency in this country, really. I agree. I agree. Let's just make it clear. Donald Trump didn't create any of this. Exactly. Donald Trump isn't the founder of racism. No one's saying that he is the reason um, all this exists. He has just made it more comfortable for racist, um, um, racist bigots to just, you know, come out um just yesterday real quick you guys um there was a kkk rally in north carolina and they were out and about they were out just chilling in their robes and had it outward you know an outward meeting when in history books you know they were in the woods somewhere far back with with torches and secret meetings they are out on the street having meetings. And that's so interesting because usually KKK members, I, I know this because I had to play this in a role one time, they don't usually, modern KKK members, they don't wear the robes anymore because it causes such a stigmatism about it. They usually dress in bandanas to have themselves covered. So the fact that... that no, they, 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 they were all they, dressed up. They it's were ridiculous. in formation. Ugh, you would Lord. have thought Beyonce told them to get in formation. Like, them KKK members were in formation. <laughs> It was, I was like, oh, okay. So y'all no. just gonna, y'all just gonna stand out here, okay? <sighs> so yeah. So we're gonna move on from that. But I just wanted to just express how, again, he didn't start it, and Donald Trump isn't the reason for it. But he has made it comfortable for people to just say and do whatever they want in your face, and we have seen that over the last couple of years. Um. So real quick, we're just going to um give our political affiliations and you know just let you know you know where we stand so when you're hearing what we're talking about know what perspective is coming from um please don't email me don't e- don't dm <laughs> me don't tweet me about cordero that's not how this is from our perspective we exactly. are not co- we are not political commentators we don't get paid to be we're just concerned citizens we're just concerned citizens and if you're so concerned about my affiliation then you need to go ahead and become a concerned citizen yourself all right <laughs> So me, uh, Cordero, I consider myself um, an independent. Um, I do agree with a lot of the traditional conservative um, values that are not there anymore. Um, But I do believe in small government. I do believe that a lot of issues should be state by state. I don't trust the government, so I don't feel like they should be running everything. And for me, it's issue by issue. I Depending on where the issue is, that's where I stand. So sometimes I am more moderate. Sometimes I am um, progressive, depending on what the issue is. And then sometimes I'm a conservative. It just really depends on what the topic is. Um, but I do consider myself, and I am a registered independent. Um, Jimmy? So I am registered a Democrat. I would consider myself a liberal Democrat, and we're going to have time later to go through all the different kind we're of... We're actually going to go through that now. Oh, we're going to go through that now. Yes, we are. Perfect. So I I am a big government. I am big government. I try... For me, I've seen more socially, I just feel that state government has 
just has ways to kind of just twist things around a lot. And it's like how sometimes you can get, I don't like how s- some people have certain freedoms in one state and not in the other. The funny thing about this, though, is that I've become a little more nuanced about that after living through the Trump administration and seeing how states have had the ability to fight back with some mm-hmm, of the things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would consider myself a liberal Democrat. I've, I, I understand conservative values. It's just for me, it's something that I I haven't grown up in and it's something that I just haven't been able to identify with. I don't hate people for being conservative. I just hate the comp- – for me, what I see is the complicity, the complicity of conservatism right now. But but you have to understand you, you're basing it off of what is conservative now. You're right. I'm – as I say, as I stated, I have – I agree with a lot of the conservative values, but not as of what's going on today, because what's going on today is not really conservative values at all. No, you're absolutely And so that's right. why that's we, correct. that's what the problem is on both sides is that we, we have people in the office who are just, you know, crappy and we base what they're doing off of an entire political party. Yeah. And we, we're not, we can't do that. But anyways, that's what we do. So we just told you guys what we feel, how we view things. Uh, me and Jimmy agree on a lot of things, but we also disagree on certain. <laughs> yes, we, we disagree do. on certain things, um, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We're here at the table and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to have Jimmy do now is break down all 2,000 candidates that are running. It's really not. <laughs> it feels 2000. like it. It feels though. like it's 2,000 candidates, but it's, it's like really a clown isn't. car. Really, sometimes it's a couple of clown cars. Uh, so we have a lot of people that are running right now, and I know it can feel very overwhelming to say, you know, I'm just going to wait until it gets down to like four people. And then once those four people come around, then I'll decide on who I should look into. But I'm here to tell you that that's kind of the wrong thing to do. Because out of those four people, none of them may be the ones that you really agree with. And now is the time to start following a candidate. There are reasons to follow them now. One reason is because you can... You can fiend out. You can wait. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You can. Well, you have a lot of input in who gets. You really people don't realize the amount of input that you really have now to say who can still stay in the exactly. race and who can't. Especially with donations, campaign uh-huh. donations. If you want to donate to a campaign and you really want to see a campaign going, that's the best way to either volunteer for the candidate or like give money to them so that you can still keep them going in the race. And that's very important now. And if you wait long enough and you didn't, and you're like, well, I don't like any of them. It's like, well, you had the opportunity to follow this earlier. And you know, there's a lot of reasons people have jobs, people have lives, they can't follow it, but we haven't seen something like this. And I think it's very important for people to start paying attention. And if you really want to, if it's this big, level of a playing field don't look at a certain candidate and donate to that candidate so that you can keep them in the race yes and thank you and the word i was looking for is you're you're able to really do some investigating work on these candidates you know politics is about hearing uh, telling us what we want to hear a lot of people just talk the talk and really don't walk the walk so it's really important to say okay that's what you say but just two years ago, this is what you did. So a lot of candidates, you want to try to follow them now and look and see where they stood on this policy five years ago. 
because it's quite interesting if you didn't care about black, black people you care about black people now but just two years ago you passed some type of bill that hindered a lot of african americans so these are questions you can start asking people to make sure that they are right for us and for the country um, I was telling Jimmy that I truly believe that this election is not even going to be about any of this, these things. I feel like this election is going to be solely on the racists that love Trump and the people who just want Trump out of office. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if, in my opinion, if you still follow Donald Trump today and you still trust him, in my opinion, you're a racist. I'm sorry. I don't care if you want to hear that or not. This is my channel. This is my podcast. So you, if you say don't what care, you want to say, baby. Yes, and just so you all are aware, Jimmy is Jimmy's white. Jimmy is is Hello. you know as white as they come, <laughs> and you know oh, I'm gosh. black. So I purposely wanted us to have this because Jimmy's issues with um and things that he looks forward to with the election, some of them um affect him that don't affect me. Um, but I'm still an American citizen, and so is Jimmy. So in the long run, they do we, all of our issues affect each other. So what I want Jimmy to do is to go through the list, uh, just to give you guys some info on all of these candidates that are running. He's just going to give you their name, their age, and what other what um, positions they hold in office now, or just whatever they're doing currently while they're running for president. Okay, then. So first up, we have Michael Bennett. He's 54 years old, and he is currently, since 2009, he's been a U.S. senator from Colorado. Next is Joe Biden. He is 76 years old. Mm. He is the former vice president of the United States under Barack Obama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 76? Yeah, he's 76 years old. So if he won and then ran again... If, when be... he's up for re-election, he'll be in his early 80s. Okay. Yeah. So let's ponder that. And um, so, yeah, Vice President of the United States. He was a U.S. Senator from Delaware from 1973 to 2009. And he has also ran for president in 1988. And he actually originally was a candidate for president when Barack Obama was running for the first time in 2008. So he's lost twice. Yes, he, okay. yes he's lost twice. Um, next is uh, Cory Booker. He's 50 years old. He from Since 2013, he has been a U.S. senator from New Jersey. And he's also he was also from 2006 and to, to 2013 the mayor of Newark, New Jersey. And isn't he dating Rosario Dawson right he now? He is dating Rosario Dawson. Okay, okay. <laughs> so he got, little, it up there. he got a little spunk with him. Get help, help, you know, help her with her career, maybe. Here we go. Next <laughs> is Steve Bullock, 53 years old. He is the current governor of Montana since 2013. He is also the attorney. He was the attorney general of Montana from 2009 to 2013. Next is Pete. Buttigieg, yes, our favorite, my favorite, (laughs) mine as well. He's uh, 37 years old. He's the current mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and he was also the Democratic nominee for uh, Indiana treasurer in 2010. He's the youngest running, correct? He's the young. He's the youngest person running, Mm -hmm. and he would be the youngest person, I think. To hold office, I could be mistaken on that, but I think he's right with Kennedy. Yes, yes, I think he's right with Kennedy. Mm Uh, up next is Julian Castro. He was the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development from 2014 to 2017 under Barack Obama. He was also the mayor of San Antonio, Texas from 2009 to 2014. 
Up next is Bill de Blasio. He's 58 years old, and he, from since 2014, he has been the mayor of New York City. Mm. <laughs> next is John Delaney, 56 years old. He is he, he was a U.S. representative from for Maryland from 2013 to 2019. Next is Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, I like her. Mm-hmm, 38 years old. She is a current U.S. representative from Hawaii. And she's the f- only combat vet veteran yeah, that's running. combat. Active yeah. combat. She was mm-hmm. active in the Afghanistan war. Mm-hmm. Up next is Kirsten Gillibrand. She's 52 Ugh. years old. <laughs> Got a lot of... I can't stand that bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got a lot of things about her. She's a, she's a current U.S. senator from New York, and before that, from 2007 to 2009, she was a U.S. representative for New York. And she's been a hypocrite from birth to present. Yeah, since day one. It's okay. pretty unfortunate, actually. Anyways. Uh, next is Kamala Harris, 54 years old. She is a U.S. senator from California. I like her with yeah. a pause. Yeah, she was elected uh, the same year as Donald Trump, which is so funny. I have a pause on her, but I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she served as Attorney General of California from 2011 to 2017. Next is Amy Klobuchar. She's 59 years old. She is a U.S. Senator, currently a U.S. Senator from Minnesota. Next is Wayne Wayne Messam. Oh, He's my God. Please skip him. <laughs> skip. Beto, next is um, Beto O'Rourke. He's 46 years old. He is was a U.S. representative from Texas from 2013 to 2019. And he was a Democratic nominee for U.S. Senate, Senate for Texas in 2018. And he was the closest a Democrat has gotten to beating a Republican. He almost beat Ted Cruz. Which is very major, you guys, because Texas is a red state. Like, red like that's a if you don't know red is conservative republican blue is democrats red is red can be in texas and i think he turned texas purple um to my knowledge i think he turned texas purple so it's almost so he did really good he didn't win but he showed them that a Democrat can come close to winning in a red state. And it's very possible in the next election. There's a lot of talk that there's a good chance that Texas could be flipped mm-hmm. to a blue state. This is true. The, and, and if that happens, that'll be a huge That'd game be changer. for the Electoral yeah. College. Mm-hmm. Next is um, Tim Ryan. He's 46 Let's years old. Down. All right, then. <laughs> Next is Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. Sanders. I'm just saying, like, I, there's just certain people I just don't give a damn about. Who aren't um, important. That aren't, aren't important, and I know you guys aren't going to care because you trust me. Yeah. So I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Next is Bernie Sanders. Uncle Bernie. <laughs> 77 years old. He is currently a U.S. Senator from Vermont since 2007. Doesn't he look like a Sesame Street character? <laughs> I always thought he more looked like the the Muppets, the two old men Muppets yes, character. That's exactly that, yeah, like he does. <laughs> he like does. I he don't care what lot. he wears, he looks like he is struggling. Like he look, he just woke up and rolled out of bed. I don't care what time of day it that is. That hair, that's he always he does nothing up. with it. I know. Well, it's it seems now it's like it's they have t shirts all about that. Okay. People can like what they like. So, yeah, like I said, U.S. Senator from Vermont. He was also a U.S. representative from Vermont from 1991 to 2007. He was also the mayor of Burlington, Vermont from 1981 to 1989. And he was a Democratic candidate for president in 2016, but he lost to Hillary Clinton. Lost, robbed, mm-hmm. with, you know, whatever. whatever. Whatever floats your boat. 
Uh, next, we have Elizabeth Warren. Yes. She is 70 years old. Auntie Beth. Yeah, she is a U.S. senator from Massachusetts, and she's been a senator since 2013. And then, last but not least, we are not talking about her. No, yeah. <laughs> Next, you, can we, say, you can say her name, her, Marianne Williamson. But we kind of feel that we did not talk about her. That yeah. goof is. And so, <laughs> and then the last one is Andrew Yang, forty-four years old. He is an entrepreneur and the founder of Venture for America. So, no, has never held any sort of public office whatsoever. Okay, now you guys, I know that was a lot to take in with um all these candidates but we just wanted to give you some backstory on these candidates and for the next two episodes um that are coming we are going to break down the important candidates why they are important who you should be paying attention to um and how donald trump is going to pan out against them um i truly believe that donald trump has a really good chance of winning again oh he absolutely does if we don't do what we're supposed to do Mm -hmm. but also if these candidates don't do what they're supposed to do in reaching us um so that's it for episode one everybody thank you for listening but please come back because now we're going to really break down these candidates and who you should pay attention to to follow me on social media you can go to instagram i'm very active on instagram um it's cordero underscore santiago um my facebook is cordero dante santiago dante is d-o-n-t um apostrophe e follow me on instagram to just stay in touch with everything i'll talk about i'll update you on um the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to thanks for listening